Hello ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the one and only Charlie Brown. And it is time to go around the town, but today on Around Town, we are really excited because it's the last day. Matter of fact, it's it's, it's the end of this season. Because they just greenlighted another season for my boy, my mans and them. Is that how you say it? Mans and them? You you know what I'm saying. Loki. And my, my co-pilot is here with me so we can discuss it, so we can talk about it. Man, I'm so excited. So, Mr. Co-pilot, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Co-pilot? This is my podcast. What are you talking about? And I'm Carly Brown. Who the hell are you? Well, I see what you just did. You just did like a little low-key thing. <laughs> yeah, you got me. <laughs> hey, guys, what's going on? It's your boy, D-Pack. You know, I don't want to be calling a co-pilot, you know? I mean, I'm just as important as you are, so why I gotta be the co-pilot, you know? Well, sometimes... You know, me and several other timelines, we are the main star of this show. Just want you to know that. Well, yeah, I mean, I know everybody feels that way, you know, all, all the fans, and or I like to call them the, the townies, all the townies feel that way, and they're like, yeah, you know, he he's a pilot townies. too. The townies, yeah, that's what, that's what we call everybody, we call them townies. That's not a yeah, good name. Channel? No, uh, no, that's fine. What about what about town folks? Yeah, you can, yeah, you can do that, or you can call them the citizens because that's what you know people of a town is called. It's called citizens. You know, that's cool. Oh, the citizens or residents? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just you know. Intent part of that market strategy degree I have, but it's cool. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's true. Anyway, anyway, let's jump into this. Matter of fact, you go ahead and start off and, and blast us off like a rocket, kind of like the Virgin Records uh, owner who went into space. I thought that you just had like, the Virgins that got blasted off in space. I was going, wow, that's a, that's a pretty ranchy uh, thing to say there. No, 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 the Virgin Mobile dude, the one that owns Virgin Records and Virgin Mobile, he blasted himself off in space, and now uh, yeah. Jeff Bezos' ball head himself is upset. He got, he caught feelings. <laughs> but Elon Musk is already on Uranus, so right. So <laughs> it's funny, like we're literally watching rich people argue and debate about like who who did something first with their own money. Like it makes no wow. sense. Right. And it's funny because <laughs> the, the people who actually made the rockets and stuff, no one talks about them, but they're talking about the people who paid for the people to make the rockets. Yeah, of course. Wow. But speaking of rockets, which was included in what was that, episode two of Loki where they tried to get off the planet and well the rocket blew up. <laughs> so Loki, if you guys don't know, is a show about if you get it, 2012's Loki, the one that did the attack on New York. Well, he was the one that got away at the end of Endgame. This series takes place during that whole timeline of him escaping. Guys, when I say that, I don't know how I feel about this because I think that Loki is my number one between the three shows that came out. I mean, no, that's that's understandable though. Like with the 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 story, with the the acting, with the uh, oh, oh man, it's like the the set designs, the, the the whole concept, I can understand that. But but 
I, I just the whole feel of the show just felt right. And, and not only did I feel like they did their movies appropriately, how they're doing their television shows, I'm liking it well. Maybe because you know me, you know, um, I, I'm one of those type of people that I understand that you know some episodes require a lot of action, other episodes, you know, it's just talking points and such. So being here right now, I'm. This show is just phenomenal on its pacing, its story, its character. There's not one character in the show that I don't dislike. You know, normally in a show, there's at least one character that you can care nothing about. But in this series, I like every character that's here. Yeah, because every character had a point. And a very valid point, yeah. And then more, more, more importantly, on top of that, the the characters, it, it's not like they was like, like they made a character like, oh, this character just kind of, it's kind of just here, you know? Because like you watch a lot of anime, and I'll give you a good example. You watch a lot of anime, and a lot of times you tell me when you after you watch anime, because chances are you watched it before me. So you'll come to me and say, all right, well, you don't need to watch this episode, this episode, and this episode, because nothing happens, and these characters are important. They don't do anything. They don't draw the story. And, but anime gives you like a hundred episodes per season, you know. But uh, Loki gave you six episodes, and that six episode period, every character, even the background characters, had something to do with the story and drove the point across in the story. So, so there was no filler, it was all I need to see this for the story. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Because there were a lot of background characters that got killed off. And I was like, man, I feel for them. Yeah. Uh, but, okay. Breaking down the topics. Uh, let's start off story-wise. How do you feel about it? Okay. The story... The way the story... They took elements from other... Other uh, movies in the past. And, and the way they used those other elements to, to tell... How he really is Like for me It was like a character Like they disassembled his character And then broke his character back up And now his character Is the same person But he seems like a totally new character But it it feel like it makes sense He seems like He's Infinity War's Loki Without all the stuff in between Yeah You got a good point It's like He he died a hero in Infinite War. And here he is a hero. He he's made that whole transition. He's his mother would be proud of him right now. He is lost son right now. You know, he's the brother that Thor thought he would be side by side with right now. And the old messed up thing about it is none of them are here to see it. None of them are what? None of them are here to see it. That's true. That's true. Like, none of the Asgard is here to see him being a lofty lofty son. No one's seen this. That's true. But you know what else, though? Because you're talking about story. I like in the story that they're showing you, like, even though they have all these different variants of Loki. Okay, uh, should we subscribe what a variant is? (laughs) Yes, okay. So here we go. A variant is, well, we all know that Endgame brought in time travel right so with that being said 
it was also explained in Endgame how when one thing happens, a new branch of my mind happens. This show talks about that. And what a variant is, is uh, there's always one timeline. That one timeline is the real timeline. Nothing else really matters outside of that timeline. A variant is somebody from an alternate timeline that did something for the event in that normal timeline went wrong. That's what a variant is. Right. Okay, so what I was, what, what the, the point I was about to make is that, uh, oh crap, I forgot my point. <laughs> How do you forget your point? <laughs> no, no, uh, okay, so even though he's, he, um, you know, his character's a, a variant, and, uh, in every, ver- so the way the story goes through, that's my point I was trying to make. The way the story goes through, and, and I, the reason why I like the story so much, is that even, like, when we're talking about background characters and stuff like that, these variants, they can change something in the main timeline that can throw things off. So it's like every cons- every action has a consequence. So it's like his character uh, in the storyline, that every time he does something, it affects something else drastically. Not just like a little bit. But drastically, when he when he when he got caught by by um, the uh, the the time the variant time for us in the first place, and then they were like, okay, well you're gonna work with us, okay, well that's a drastic change from his character because he can't be trusted. Then his character is trying to help them and he still don't trust him, and he's going through everything to try to stop the one character. And while trying to stop the one character, he then turns and, and understands why that character is doing what that character is doing. So now he's trying to help that character. And then the two of them being together is causing something drastically to happen. And then, you know, each time, each step he takes is causing something drastic, more drastic and more drastic to happen. So it's like each episode, there's something more devastating happening that leads you to the next episode that's more devastatingly that's happening. And that story, the buildup of that story is amazing. But what I'm starting to realize is that this, this was all meant to happen. Yes, that that's that that would make it hilarious too. This is all meant to happen because if they didn't, there would be no way that the time that the uh, that the time force like they would not have worked with Loki in the first place if it was not meant to. They would have followed their rules to a T. But for some reason they didn't. It wasn't because he was a variant. It's because it was supposed to happen. That's what. Spoiler alert. Crazy King. Who's calling him Crazy King? Because he wasn't quite King the Conqueror. Dude, he was cool. He was cool. Yeah. So what, what do we call him? Do we call him Time Captain King? <laughs> Which one is he? But no, when he was speaking, he knew exactly what they were going to do. That was written. So that is actually part of timeline right and i like how they how he explained that when he said i've seen all this stuff happen to the point to where uh the thing that he used to uh his tent his tent pad that he uses to uh you know to slip through time and stuff he had already programmed all that stuff in there so again everything that happened in this show was meant to happen this Loki really isn't a variant. He is really, again, a background savior of the modern timeline. Right. Wait, what's that? Hello? 
Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, but yeah, that's that's 100% true. Now, the, now, all right, so that was story. Now, let's, now that we brought up Kane, let's talk about characters. Okay. So, you say you, there was no character that you disliked, right? No, no character that I did not dislike. All right, well, in this case, then, if we go talk about characters, we should just talk about performances. Uh, and that's going to be hard to do. Yeah, okay. Um, look here. We all know that Mr. Wilson, this is, he is my favorite Wilson. Just throwing this out here. <laughs> I, I did not expect him to be as good as he was. I, I didn't either. Like it? I, I, did, I did not expect it. But you know, I realized though, uh, uh, that's that's Owen, right? Owen, yeah, Owen. Yeah, that's Owen. He he's not good in movies by himself, where he's the star of the movie. But I noticed he has good chemistry with so many actors and so many comedians that it's amazing. It's like he just has good chemistry with people. Right. So it's like when you see him in something, you just like depending on who's co-star. It's like Wedding Crashers. I didn't like Owen Wilson. Then I saw Wedding Crashers and the way he played off. Of uh, oh, I forget his right, and they did a great job together. And I'm like, dude, what's it? He plays good off of other people. It's like their chemistry is so good. Him and Ben Stiller and Zoolander. Exactly. Man, he. I, I mean, yeah, he he he. His performance, like that was that was it was different, and, and I really liked that. Man. Oh, okay. All right. What about uh, uh, old uh, future Loki or old older Loki? <laughs> Mr. Richard Grant, aka the Spice Girls manager. Dude. Oh yeah. <laughs> Man, I was so excited when I seen that. When I seen him in that costume, that was to me. That is what that Loki would look like, and if like if they had followed like the original comic books costumes and everything, yeah, I would have loved for him to play Loki. Hey man, you're not. I, I would, he, he was like when I seen him step onto the screen. Oh man, I was just enough to love. That's cool. I love who they got with him. I can't wait to see what happens. And yeah, see, here's the thing. I know a lot of people, the internet feels the exact same way you felt, because I didn't watch that episode the day it came on, I watched it like on a, on a Friday, so the internet was just going crazy, like yeah. yeah, so the internet was going crazy, talking about that, and then there was people using words like, it was very, uh, the art was amazing, it was beautiful, uh, his performance, oh my god, I can't, and I'm like, OMG for his performance, I'm like, what are they talking about, so then, soon as I saw it, and I was like, the very first when the episode Barefoot started off and they were showing like the previous episode and that little little glimpse at the end that got you into the episode and when I watched that I was just like oh well of course he's gonna do great but then I watched it I was like oh this is great writing and and it was it was beautiful uh spoiler alert for those of you that hadn't seen it chances are by this time you guys have probably seen it all already but there's a scene at the end of uh episode four right it was Five, no, episode five, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so at the end of episode five, uh, they needed a distraction. So old, older Loki, Loki or future Loki, uh, or Loki at the end of the, end of the road. 
Classic, thank I you. Think, Loki uh, classic. They call him classic Loki. Loki yep. classic. So Loki classic, he created an illusion of Asgard to make a distraction, and it was amazing. It just shows you the strength of Loki that he's more powerful than what we actually know him to be. But again, I, I love everybody's story about what they do to their Thors. <laughs> yeah. Uh, especially uh, who was it? Uh, the little kid, the King Loki, whatever. When they asked yeah. him how did he get there, and he said he killed Lo- he killed Thor. Yep. I wonder if it was one too many snakes for that Thor. <laughs> <laughs> man, you know I cough when I laugh, man. Yeah. I know. <laughs> you should get that checked. I did, and the doctors just laughed at me. Then I cough again. So it's a vicious cycle. Uh, well, yeah, it is. You know, because why would he try to help you fix it? He paid off you, right? Man. Okay, let's talk about connections between this and what's coming up now. Because everybody knows the way Marvel works. The Marvel Universe, every piece, every movie is connected to something else. So it's not, if if you sneeze in the movie, it's connected to another movie somehow. Okay, all I'm saying is that Doctor Strange is going to come through one of those weird little portal things and punch both Wanda and Loki. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> because they're just causing so many problems. No, okay. Yeah, uh, being real, what this sets up for uh, is that I feel like this is what's going to cause Doctor Strange to have to try to really pull. So. Loki is messing with time right now and Wanda is messing with reality. Right. So, in some way, Doctor Strange is going to have to try to pull both of those back into alignment. Right. So, that's where I feel that this show... I feel like Loki and Wanda ties into Doctor Strange while uh, Captain America... And the Winter Soldier ties in with uh, the Secret Invasion. So I feel like we are having two we are having two conflicts happening right now that we have to pay attention to. Right. Because like right now they they just announced the other day that not only is Loki getting a second season, uh, but Loki is supposed to be in the Multiverse of Madness. So I'm so right now it looks like the. This end, where this ends at, the multiverse of matches is gonna pick up after the events of of Loki and Wanda. Loki, Wanda, uh-huh. And then they're gonna have that movie. Then after that, Doctor Strange is also supposed to be in the next Spider-Man movie. And Loki's next season is supposed to have Kane the Conqueror in it. And at man uh Quantumania. Uh, Quantumania. Uh, that yeah. villain is supposed to be Kane uh, uh, the Conqueror. So, okay. So, so then... I, I know I'm switching over a little bit. So, does that mean that, like, Shang-Chi, the Immortals and everything, all of that is tying into Secret Invasion? That's a good question. I don't know. In order to, in order to get to that point, because, like... <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, each. Because how I'm feeling is that Black Widow, we know, sets up uh, Hawkeye. Anybody have? Yes, the Hawkeye. Which again, we have uh, the wonderful Elaine. 
playing in here now as contestant. <laughs> you know what? That okay. I gotta say this, and I what I wasn't gonna bring this up, but when we were growing up and we used to watch, uh, uh, well, this is a, a life fact about Karsten, about about Charlie Brown. Growing up, we used to watch a show called Seinfeld. Mom and Dad loved it, or someone would call them Nana and Pop Pop. Uh, you loved it. I loved it. We you know we can recite stuff from from that show, right? But I had the hugest crush on Elaine, and I still do. And then, Julia, come on, call her by her name, Julia. <laughs> so, so what messed me up is that I have I just saw uh, the uh, uh, Black Widow movie, right? And who was in the Black Widow movie? Julia. Who else? Uh, you had Julia, and then you had Miss Weiss. Oh. And I had a crush on her too. Now, after seeing um uh uh Pew uh, um I forget her her first name, uh Black Widow's little sister, I saw her performance, and I'm like, oh, well now I got a crush on her, and then. I'm watching it. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, man. I'm like, everything's fine. I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna be okay. Then I see uh, Sylvia and um, uh, Loki, and I'm like, man, I got a crush on her. And I'm like, what is with me? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, oh, so I'm attracted to everybody that's in Marvel. Even, 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 uh, uh, Tanda, uh, uh, what's her name? Tanda Sweetie Sweeney, who played, uh, uh, the, uh, the elder and uh, Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, it's, I got a problem. I gotta get that checked. <laughs> Anywho, with with <laughs> with Julia popping up at the end of that, that also ties us into um, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier because she she's getting her little team together. Yeah, exactly. So so that's what I'm feeling like, and I think. You can tell which shows are going to be part of which, but also the way that they film. See, Captain America and the Winter Soldier and Black Widow were both filmed very seriously, while Loki and Wanda were both filmed more comically slash adventuring slash actually you know it was as serious like the the subject matters were serious but the way that it was filmed was more campy like it was brighter you know it was it, it then it, it, it seemed more like an adventure and those two while black widow and captain america were all filmed very serious tone they were all grounded in realism i should say right 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 while the others so far have been more fantasy driven so I feel like that's how you can also see the tone of it and now that I'm thinking about it Shang-Chi most definitely will end up playing into the events that's happening with Captain America and Black Widow because of the way that the film has already been looking it's on that serious tone spectrum right almost with the uh the feel of um of uh Cause like, alright, so Chance she from from the way you're describing, Chance would be more like a like a kung fu movie, like an old yeah. school action flick, As, yeah. and then and then like Winter Soldier, Hawkeye would be more like a spy like a spy drama. Mm-hmm. So all of those are more on the serious tone side of it. Well, you know, you have WandaVision and then Loki, and what's the uh, what's the next show we're getting after this? Uh. Um, Oh, the, uh, you talking about um, what if? 
yeah, you have the What If series, which, again, the different timeline branches off everywhere. That oh my god, you just you just said that it makes sense now. The way they're all right, so so uh what if comes out after Loki because of what happened with them branching out with all those timelines. And then after that, I think that Doctor Strange is out by then, right? Uh no, Spider Man. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, yeah, Spider-Man comes out in December, right? In, in December, yeah. So, I think what if it is Spider-Man, because uh, Dr. Strange doesn't come out until next year, correct? Right. Right. Right, because so, everything yeah, got pushed yeah. back from its original air date. Yeah. Because Black Widow yeah. was supposed to come out last year. Exactly. But again, Black Widow's release, uh, because... It's only that one little part that has things to pertain to it. It didn't matter if, to, to me, it would not have mattered if it came before or after Captain America. That's true. But I sort of like the fact that it came after Captain America because Julia announced who she was in that. So people, you know, they knew who she was when they seen her in Black Widow. But if she just popped up in Black Widow and gave a card out, didn't say who she was or anything like that, because their conversation was very vague. She was like, are you always going to follow me? Like, yeah, you know, I don't really do funerals. So it's like they already have an established relationship for some strange reason. We don't know about this. You're right. And then all she says is, like, you want to know who really, you know, killed your sister? And then it shows her the book. We wouldn't know what the hell they're talking about. Like, okay, what's, what's, what's she doing with the iPad and everything? But with Captain America coming first, we know who she is and we know what she's setting up. Right. But you know what? And the way they introduced her in Captain America is so much was so much better. So yeah, so better. you yeah. got a point. So I don't know why they would have released that beforehand anyway. Yeah. I, I, so in retrospect, COVID did fuck up us enjoying like a year of Marvel stuff. Because just think, if they was releasing this stuff last year, I think people would have want to stay in the house. <laughs> I know. You you want to know how bad it was? Oh, also, one, one more side note. I got to go back to the original side note I said. I also got a crush on uh, Chris Hemsworth's arms. Because those arms are immaculate. You, you got to admit. Which one? Uh, are we talking about pre-in-game or in-game going forward? In-game. No, no. When he first... Oh, yeah. Remember in the movie, uh, the one where uh, where he first met Drax? And they were like, yeah, he yeah. looks like... He's like, no, he's a man. Yeah, he's a man. Like, this is no man. He's a god. Exactly. I was when I saw his arms now, I was like, okay, that's how I felt about Hugh Hugh Jackman. Cause Hugh Jackman, I fell in love with Hugh Jackman. I'm like, dude, I'm like, this guy does 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 uh plays, stage plays, he's he's nice and his body I'm like, this guy right here is something else. Bravo. Anyway, let me tell you about what happened with COVID. So last year, because of, of everything that happened with COVID, I've been telling people that I was turning thirty eight this year. You know how old I'm turning this year? Yeah. I'm turning 37. <laughs> I was talking to Jessica, and ner- ner- Jessica never gets one over on me, right? So I'm sitting there, <clears throat> like, remember I fell on my high horse? <laughs> so I'm sitting on my high horse, I'm like, yeah, 38. And she goes, wait, what? She's like, you're not 38. I'm like, yeah, I'm about to be 38. And she's like, uh, no. And she was like, 
She's like, you were born in 84. You're five years older than me, so you'll be 37. And I was like, wait, what? And then I realized, I was talking to Soren the other day, and when me and he were talking, I kept saying that he went to an event the last year, but he didn't. So I totally lost track of time last year. So I, when I'm talking to adults, I'm saying I'm a year older. When I'm talking to kids, I'm saying I'm a year younger. I'm like, what the heck? So COVID totally messed up my timeline. I feel like Loki right now. I don't know where I'm supposed to stand. Right. So COVID is the variant in our lives right now that got us all messed up. Not since we're back on track, you know, we're good. We don't have to worry about things. Wait, what, what you mean we don't have to worry about things? We, we, because now our shows are being released. Oh, yeah, dude. So we don't have to we don't have to worry about those things anymore. Because before, you know, we were, we were pretty lost. We, we had no direction. No, that's we true. We were just left with Endgame, watching Endgame over and over again. Dude, my... To figure out what's going to happen. My timeline was only filled up on my YouTube was only filled up with political stuff and now my timeline is so it got so much Marvel stuff I can't keep up yeah I mean some people are still trying to talk about DC but I'm like I'm like man there's the door right there when you get out you know get, grab your bottle of water cause it's hot outside but you know see you later yeah we don't I'm I really hope that they get better you know what they're, they're, while we're on while we're on, on on topic and we're just talking about Marvel right now, did you see Black Widow? Yeah. How did you feel about Black Widow? I actually thought that Black Widow was great. Because I know a lot of people that was just like, oh, it was. Uh, we we seem to have lost connection. Oh, I'm getting back. I'm getting back. Hello? Hey. Yep, I'm here. Okay, there was technical difficulties, people, but we are still rolling. Now, there are people that saw Black Widow and said it was kind of like a, a bland movie or uh. And there were some people that told me that, that, that actually said to me that they didn't feel like, like Scarlett Johansson was the star of her own movie. They feel like other people took, like, pretty much took that main star role and she was just kind of there, you know? So I, to me, I think that's the way is the reason why it's supposed to have been that way because we knew what was about to happen. Right. And then again, she's trying to lay low. She can't do all that many spectacular things. <laughs> well, my question is, do you think it would have been different if they would have released this movie before Endgame? Like if they would release it in the timeline where it was, where it should have been, like right after, like Captain America: Civil War. And then not have that scene at the end, you know. I mean, yeah, it can go there. Just like how I said that Captain Marvel could have been released before Iron Man. Like it, it doesn't really matter to me where it could have been placed. But the only reason why I feel like it's appropriate that it came after is because again, this movie isn't establishing. Black Widow is establishing everything moving forward. Again, everything Marvel does is for a reason. It's not about the here and now. It's about the future. Right. 
But you know what happened though Now I, I read this article A while back and I didn't think it was true Because of how Marvel is <clears throat> And how Kevin Feige is um, Or and the team The team themselves You know uh, They don't have many Chauvinist people there But apparently Earlier There was somebody That was working there <clears throat> and He doesn't work there anymore I can't remember the guy's name But he said that we're not going to give Black Widow. We're not going to give Scarlet. What's his exact words? We're not going to give Scarlet's Black Widow. Is how he said it. We're not going to give Scarlet's Black Widow her her own movie. Because America doesn't want to see female-led movies. I mean, action movies. Because they don't do well. But then, after Wonder Woman, he changed his mind. But then right after that, he ended up leaving Marvel. have a lot of female driven movies like and they're and they're great because like if you ask me one of my favorite like female driven movies like that it's just like a, a clique as women was the movie descent remember descent yeah that was it was a horror movie though but that was one of my favorite movies where the star was a female and i don't really like horror movies at all but that movie was like yo that and that movie called high tension also, another female-led horror movie, like you like you brought up, Alien. Uh, well, okay, if you want to move over to the you know the action side of it, I've never met anyone who said that they hated Salt. Oh, Salt was great. I, I'm waiting for the sequel. It's supposed to be a sequel. I don't know why we haven't gotten it yet. It's supposed to have been been been, been, been a sequel. Yeah, no, but yeah, I, I haven't met anybody who said that they hated Salt. You know. Uh, honestly, I hated the story of Eon Flux, but all the women in it were great. <laughs> right, but but that's not that's not on on the act. That's not on the star. Yeah, the, that's, that's on, not the, on story. the stars. That's on the story. Yeah, exactly. All the women in there, the way that they were fighting and everything. I loved everything about it. And what about that uh, Alita Battle Angel movie? I know a lot of people said that was good. I didn't watch it. Exactly. No, exactly. I, I don't I don't get why you think we don't want to see one of the things. Again, you know, for a world that really hates gay things, they tend to live very gay. But you know, you kinda got we a point there. See, we don't wanna see women on the screen, we wanna see men in guns. And you're like now. like no 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 no. I, I wanna see Angelina Jolie blow something up. I don't know what you guys yeah, are talking about. I, I don't yeah, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I don't care who's in the lead. But I mean, cause not all the rebels are great action movies. You know what happened? <laughs> I'm I'm gonna tell you what happened. Melia Savina Savin Savin how you pronounce the last name? Who? Alright, you remember in Fifth Element? Multipass her. She's the reason why guys don't like people. <laughs> she don't know who she is. 
She's only been in two movies. She was in Fifth Element, and she was in Zoolander. That's it. I've never seen her in anything else. What are you talking about? She was in Ultraviolet. And what? Ultraviolet. Hold on, man, look. Okay, hold on. Give me a second. See, I got the movie Ultraviolet right here next to this movie called Hawk. So, she was in... Oh, and next to this movie called The Last Airbender. So, yeah, man, she was she was in the movie called uh, Ultraviolet. I haven't heard of any of the three of those. Really? Wow. That, yeah. That's, that's something. That's weird. Those those are the three movies that my son don't ever let me watch in the, in the house. That's weird. Like, as soon as I put the movie on... His attitude goes from happy to just wanting to rage. Like he skips being mad. Never heard of any of those movies. Hmm. Okay, fine. We'll talk about Mila. But again, even with her, it's not her fault Resident Evil's are bad. Her husband is just a shit director. You know that's true because there's have you seen the movie called Monster uh uh Monster Hunter? Yeah. You watched it? Wait, you? I had to. I'm a gamer. Okay. See, here's the thing. I wa- I never played the game, right? I've heard of the game, but then I watched the movie, and then I was and like, you did it free with PlayStation Plus right now." Right. <laughs> so what I did was I went on I went on Twitch, and I watched people play the game, and I was like, "I'm like, well." Dude, I watched it and I was like, so let me guess, the director didn't watch the 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 game at all? Like he didn't play it at all? <laughs> Cause I was just sitting there confused, like, I might do I don't think that this guy knows anything about the actual video games. Like he just takes certain cool like screenshot stuff and be like, ooh, I'm gonna put this inside the movie. But you're like, yeah, but that's but this stuff, you're not you're taking away from the heart of the games. Anyway, let's get back on topic. Black Widow. Okay, so we were talking about we were talking about the Marvel Cinematic Universe and how it's tying it to everything else. So we know now that Black Widow. So, but do we call it Cinematic Universe anymore? So do we, no, at this point, this is a universe. It's a multiverse yeah. at this point. Well, yeah, right now. So yes, going up until the multiverse has been solved, we're calling it the Marvel Cinematic TV Universe of Madness. Yeah, because even ooh. You do know that Daredevil, the guy who played Daredevil in the in the uh, the Netflix Marvel universe, <laughs> he's supposed to be in Spider-Man. I did start to hear that some of those shows were gonna. But what did I say several podcasts ago? I wish that right now you can put in like the clip from that podcast where I said that that the reason why they canceled these shows is because they were gonna put them into the universe. Yeah, you were hundred percent right. Because even the Punisher, the Punisher is supposed to be in um, uh, what's called uh, Marvel Armor Wars. He's supposed to be in that. And then not only that, I've already heard that they're trying to get rid of Iron Fist, so I'm pretty sure he's gonna die in something. Actually, I heard they were totally recasting him, and that he was supposed to be having a glimpse or a, uh, a cameo in uh, was it Shan Chi? Shan Chi? I, w- I would love for them to recast it or say that he's in one of those branch timelines and then introduce their version of him. Right. I mean, because even like I've noticed with Marvel, even when they make a mistake or something, and they're like, and the fans don't like it, they try to they do clean up. Because you remember when they, they do they do real 
good cleanup because no one liked the Hulk movie. But damn it, we love Tim Ross, okay? Oh, dude, don't you? Man, he was so good in that. You name a you name a role that Tim Roth was in where he wasn't just the the shittiest of people, <laughs> but you were just like, I gotta love this guy. I gotta love this guy. Like I swear to God. You know who Tim Roth is? Tim Roth, his 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 acting. He's the Conor McGregor of movies. Yes. Cause Conor McGregor says all this stuff, and then everybody's like, I want to see him lose. It's like yeah, but you watching the fight though, aren't you? <laughs> Yeah, I can see that. Or have President Ross. Well, no, because they're doing Thunderbolts. They're doing a Thunderbolt series. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. And and they pretty much already start setting that up because of uh, Black Widow. Remember how he was in Black Widow? Yeah. And I love that line. I'm sorry, but the opening sequence, opening scene, when she said to him, you're already on your triple bypass surgery. I mean, because so far, I can honestly say that since since phase one of Marvel, I've just been along for the ride. I just literally got in the car, put my seatbelt on, and said, where are we going? And they was like, well, you'll see when we get there. And every time we stop, I'm like, man, I love this music park. And then we go to the next one. And I'm like, dude, I love this, this uh, vacation spot. I have not questioned anything. But with DC and other stuff, I'm kind of like, let me off this ride.
the birds were flying, but they had coming from out of the ground and everything like that. How Eric was trying to explain about these shifts it got mentioned in reality. Right. Like, uh, 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 so it was a lot of nuance in that movie that fits with the bigger picture, but it's just the pacing of that movie was so wrong. And then, not only the fact that Chris, uh, Christopher Eccleston, who played the Dark Elf, like, he's a magnificent actor, but even then, you didn't really get a chance to really see him being a villain and everything so I feel like once they release those reins and let Fahey and everybody take over we've had nothing but happy movies since then that's true I mean with the best one to me still to this day I feel like the best Marvel movie was Captain America uh, the second Captain America movie. Uh, Winter Soldier yes that was the best one to me like I loved every other one but it was just something about that movie that movie was perfect to me dude it made me a fan of Captain America I didn't used to so I, with Marvel I never I was never a fan of Captain America and I was never with DC I was never a fan of Superman yeah but when I saw uh, uh, Captain America Winter Soldier and it it was more it was mostly the 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 story and how Chris Evans played the character. Character, yeah. He he bodied he bodied Captain America. Yeah, he bodied that role. I might do if anybody else comes and tries to be actual Steve Roger Captain America, it's not gonna work. He's he's it's Steve Rogers Captain America. Yeah. He yeah, just like how again Tony Stark. We know who the real Tony Stark is. Yeah. Like it feels like everybody that's been cast has actually been right. At first, you know, I was sort of confused about Don Cheeto. I was just thinking like, I don't know, I don't know if he's gonna be good at this. I, I love Don Cheeto in this as as Rhodey. But you love him as Rhodey now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I can't see nobody else playing Rhodey but him now at this point. Yeah. yeah. The same thing with Mark okay. Mark Ruffalo. At, yeah. at first, I was mad because I like I love um, uh, t- uh, Tim uh, uh, Edward Norton. I love Edward Norton. I love him as an actor. But then, much of a diva, though. Yeah, I thought about that, <laughs> and I was like, yeah. But now that what's what's his name is kind of as an actor, he's kind of one of those people. that's like. Oh, what can I do to make this better? He's he's one of those ones. He he's gonna ask you, "Hey, is my performance good? What do I need to do to change his performance? Whatever." He's not a diva, and 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 him what he lent to the role as of as as the hawk was actually really good. Yeah, you know everybody was sort of leery on that at first too, but seeing him in action, he just worked. And the thing is, like now now. That we have them like this. When you close your eyes and put the cartoon and comic book, the cartoons. I want to use the comic book cartoons for me specifically because I didn't really read the comic books. Every character matches exactly what I've seen in the cartoon. Yeah, I, I yeah, yeah, I see that. I can see that. I look, but again, what I'm really looking forward to, I cannot wait for Fantastic Four. I cannot wait to see what cast they get for them. I cannot wait for that. I just, yeah, 
we know what happens to Carol Danvers. Like, we know what happened to her. I cannot wait to see who that Southern Creole male will be. Dude, that is so messed up that we... That we, <laughs> we, that we are, as fans, I, and I know there's not one fan... That's not thinking the same thing that we're thinking where we're just sitting there foaming at the mouth like, oh, we know what's about to happen to you. Make it happen. We know what's about to happen to you. We know what's about to happen to you. We just waiting to see who is going to be to do it. Right. And that's why That's why when everybody was like, they were getting mad at her or whatever. I'm like, dude, I'm like, this is honestly what I thought. Everybody was like, well, we don't like her as as, as Ms. Marvel or or this is crazy or or they're trying to turn it into a whole feminist thing. The first thing, the first words that came out of my mouth was, it doesn't matter, we're not going to have it for that long anyway. <laughs> She's not going to be here that long anyway. So why are y'all even mad? And then again, I don't care what no one saying. Brie Larson actually bodies Carol Danvers. She wasn't that dynamic in anything. Like in any of the 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 games that she was in, in any of the animated movies, she's not that dynamic. She's an asshole person who knows because she's powerful that she can do just pretty much anything she wants to. Until that redheaded senior the Southern Belle touched her, put her in a coma for like ever, and took her powers. Right. She's not a team player. Exactly. She she will always be like, Y'all fall back, I got this. It's like, hold on, hold on. We're a team. <laughs> Doing this out here, can she pick up Thor Hammer? She never she never did. She but wait, wait, wait. It's not because that it doesn't depend on strength. It depends no, I, on the person's character and heart. Right. Can she? Can Tony Stark pick up his hammer? Well, no, he can't. But we know, obviously, why he can't. But think about the trillions of lies that she actually goes to save. Like, again, she wasn't being an asshole not staying on Earth. She was worried about everybody else on in the universe. Yeah, but you could use that same story with with Iron Man because Iron Man has died in the comics a couple uh, well, times yeah. trying to save other people. Well, I think probably in game Tony could have picked it up. Because there's nothing more worthy than sacrificing yourself for the greater good, right? True. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. But but you can argue that with a lot with with a lot of heroes. But I, I never. A lot of heroes. Yeah, she never. But I don't think in the comics she's ever. No, I, I'm almost sure she never did. Uh, can uh, Peter pick it up? <laughs> can our little Tom Holland pick it up? I don't know, but I do know there's there's a meme. Of a uh, of Spider Man trying to pee, but he can't pee because Thor's hammer is on Thor top of the, the toilet. Down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is But now we're going back to the timeline of where Loki was the main focus of this podcast. Right, right. Back down. So we did connections, and now we're moving from connections to what? I think we pretty much touched base and everything. Yeah, we did. I can't wait to see the, the many different variants of Kang. I, I cannot wait to see. Dude, the way he said that kind of scared me the way he said it. He said, <laughs> It scared me, but at the same time, it's so intriguing me because when he was sitting there acting and I was just talking to Dre, I was like, Oh, this isn't Kang the Conqueror. That's not Kang the Conqueror. I was like, That's Kang. But that's not Kane the Conqueror. Right. 
And you notice, did you notice how when they walked into that that great hall before they went up to his office, you saw that one uh, that one uh, statue that was all broken up. That was a statue of him. Yeah. And I was like, why is it a statue of him that's broken? I'm like, did he do it himself or did somebody before Loki came came there? You know, to try to take over and they fought or something, and then they destroyed it or something like that. Uh-huh. And that lets me a lot with a lot of questions. Like, did he destroy it because he knew? how his other variants were and he's kind of like like oh he's disgusted with himself you know or you want to know what I think what's that that when he got there he killed that statue's variant and broke it I feel like every other king that comes to that point will probably take over for that king and will probably do something like that you got a point because you remember he said I'll see you I'll see you soon you soon yeah yeah, you and got remember, a point. He, said, he was talking about reincarnation and everything like that. So I feel like he's not the first one to sit in that seat. Right. Because if you think about it, when you walk into the TVA, remember, there's a dis- isn't there a distorted version of his face? Yeah, there is. But you never see that person, though. All you see is this face that's perfectly together so whatever if that statue that was broken was the statue of the distorted one which would probably have been the first one that was there because remember none of the other statues faces were uh were alive they were all distorted good point that's just from way i'm picturing it in my head i'm gonna go back over it and of course you know i'm gonna Oh, he's, oh, he's a, yeah, so she pushed him into a different timeline. Oh, my God. At first, I was just sitting up there confused, like, why would that happen? But the thing is, she used that Kang's bracelet. Mm-hmm. It's not from their time. Right, and pushed him into a different timeline. So, again, that, the Kang that's, that, that, that statue that's broken was probably the Kang from their timeline. Yeah, it's true. It could be. All right, so we gotta we're rearing to the end of this of this podcast. So what we're gonna do now? We're gonna talk about what was your favorite scene inside of all of Loki. Was the one scene that like sticks out to you? When he wakes up on the ground and sees the other uh, Loki variants. That was your favorite scene? I don't It was just something about seeing seeing classic for the first time. Seeing, uh, I think they call them uh, Thunderous Loki. Yeah. Seeing Kid Loki and seeing Alligator Loki. Like seeing those three, seeing those different variants. I, I, I was just so mind blown because I was just sitting up there like, fuck yes. Like, this is what I want to see. Like, I don't want it. Like, only seeing one universe, two two at max. Okay, that's fine. But seeing all of those variants really show the gravity of the situation that was happening. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And also, I like President Loki. Dude. Okay. So you. All right. <laughs> so I have a. It's a tie between my two favorite scenes. One because of 
kind of like the emotional thing that happened in that scene. And then the other one because of how you have all the Lokis. So that scene with all the Lokis. And they were all sitting there talking to each other. And then all of a sudden, the black Loki turns on the rest um, on the on the little kid Loki. Was like, yeah, I was working for them all along. And you're like, what? And then and then the part where the alligator bites my man Loki's hand, but his reaction to it, I couldn't stop laughing because he bit his hand and he didn't go like, ow. He looked at it and realized what happened. And then when it sunk in, he was like, ah! <laughs> Yeah, well, you know what? My my favorite scene actually ties into that scene because when I said about uh, kind of like it, it took me back, like the whole emotional thing is when he was talking to them and he said when they asked him why are you doing this, whatever, and he said because I'm tired and I'm lonely, yeah, and I've seen all this, and he was just over it, like he was like I yeah. I don't want to do, I'm done. So he and, and he was a villain. Who was welcoming death, but in at the same time as trying as he was welcoming death, he was saying to them, "Hey, here's a chance that you guys can make this better." Better. But you really, prove everyone wrong. Right. But really, I'm done. So you can do what you want to, but I'm done. I need you to kill me so I can I can leave and be done with this. Man. But that elevator scene, you are 100% right. Him <laughs> going behind him on the elevator, eating the apple, laughing at him, opening up the door, telling him to sit down. It was like, oh, oh, Loki? And, um, Loki? <laughs> he like, what do you say? Uh, two sugars. <laughs> and the whole time, they're sitting there holding their daggers out, and he's just sitting there just laughing and joking. <laughs> and, and calm, because he, again, like you said, And on that note, this is this is we were literally down to the last minute mark. See, see, when we talk about Marvel, we can go all the way down to the last minute. Yeah, we can. Well, guys, it was a pleasure talking to you. If you haven't checked out Loki, go and watch it. It's a ten out of five. Would recommend it. Not ghetto at all. Loved it. Go and watch it. A ten out of five. Okay, I'm gonna go with that. If you can pick up what I'm putting down around the town, Charlie Brown. Ta-ta. Later. All right.